0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for this Wednesday, February 16th. Good morning, I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. California preps for deeper drought. New FDA chief's to-do list. An EPA to reconsider CAFO exemption. State water board preps for worst case scenario. With warm weather, no meaningful precipitation lately, and dry winds, the statewide snowpack has been dropping by about 1% every day, that according to State Water Board staff. We have to assure that we don't get another drop, said Board Chair Joaquin Esquivel during a hearing yesterday. Board member Sean McGuire called it a sobering how a reservoir storage now stands at close to the same level as the record 1976-77 drought. If that's not a wake-up call, I really don't know what is, said McGuire. Staff anticipating the board will need to extend a series of emergency curtailment regulations approved last year. The first would be in May or June for the Russia River watershed, followed by the Scott and Shasta Rivers, which have posed challenges with increased stream depletion from the nearby groundwater pumping. The Delta regulation would be up for renewal in August. The board spent several hours on technical updates to a potential temporary urgency change petition proposed by the Newsom administration. If approved by the board, the regulation would allow the Department of Water Resources to circumvent Trump-era biological opinions for Delta species while federal agencies rewrite opinions. Keep in mind, parts of the Sierra did it again, just over an inch of snow yesterday, the first measurable accumulation in 37 days. New FDA Commissioner has a full plate of issues to deal with. Robert Califf is a man with a big to-do list. Confirmed yesterday in the Senate by a very thin four-vote margin, the new FDA Commissioner will confront both the opioid crisis and the COVID pandemic. But also on the agenda are issues from the regulation of animal bowel technology to the FDA's protected process for approving feed additives as well as the lingering beef from the dairy industry about plant-based milk. Both the National Milk Producers Federation and the International Dairy Foods Association congratulated Calif on his confirmation but also reminded him that he promised to address labeling of plant-based products. Responding to questions from Senator Tammy Baldwin in December, Califf said, quote, there's almost nothing more fundamental about safety than people understanding exactly what they're ingesting. So I'm committed to making this a priority if I am confirmed. Now, Tom Neltner, the director of the Safer Chemicals Program at the Environmental Defense Fund, said Califf has, quote, a tremendous opportunity to elevate the agency's important role in protecting the public from unsafe chemicals and food. EPA Advisor Talks Pesticide Issues with Ag Commissioners EPA Agriculture Advisor Rod Snyder says the agency should be coming out soon with a framework and work plan to address endangered species mitigation early in the pesticide registration process. At the National Association of State Departments of Agriculture Winter Policy Conference, Snyder said the plan that should be released, quote, hopefully within the next month or so. He also urged patience as the agency examines new data on Enlist herbicides that could result in it lifting restrictions now in place in some counties to protect endangered species. And on dicamba, Well, Snyder said the agency wants to work with states on, quote, additional mitigations that to address complaints of drift damage summarized in its December report on the 21 crop year. He was challenged by Kansas Agriculture Secretary Mike Beam. He told Snyder, quote, we were surprised by some of the numbers of complaints because they were perhaps threefold what we actually found. Snyder said he could share the report of methodology with BEAM privately. Judge sends animal waste reporting exemption back to EPA. EPA will have an opportunity to rewrite or scrap a rule that currently exempts concentrated animal feeding operations from hazardous chemical reporting requirements under the Emergency Planning and Community Right to Know Act. A federal judge has granted the agency's request for a voluntary remand to revisit the issue, which has been litigated for more than a decade in the courts. In November, the director of EPA's Office of Emergency Management told the court her office, quote, had concluded that EPA should conduct a rulemaking to revise or rescind the rule. U.S. District Judge Timothy Kelly ordered EPA to submit status reports on the rulemaking every 90 days. USDA takes 630 days to answer civil rights complaints. USDA's internal watchdog says the department still has work to do when it comes to handling civil rights complaints about the department's programs. On average, it takes 630 days to process complaints. USDA Inspector General Phyllis Fong told a House Agriculture Subcommittee hearing yesterday. A publicly available USDA manual sets a 180-day time frame for processing complaints, but USDA, instead using a 540-day time frame, set forth in an internal 2013 policy memorandum, that according to the Inspector General. Here's today's She Said It. For the first time ever, I'm thankful I'm a dryland wheat farmer that Republican Senator Megan Dolly of Beaver discussing the dry conditions during a joint meeting on implementing the Sustainable Groundwater Management Act. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Wednesday, February 16th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit agripulse.com. For Agripulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Allen.